This episode of Talking With Tech is brought to you by Smartbox, assistive technology that inspires you to be who you are. You can find them at thinksmartbox.com. Welcome back once again to Talking With Tech. This is Lucas Stuber. Unfortunately, Chris and Rachel could not be with us here today, but fortunately, Rachel is with us for the interview, which I'm very excited to share today with Miss Eva Sweeney. But Eva Sweeney is a person with CP uh, who's also a consultant for the show Speechless, as well as an author and an advocate. Now, Speechless stands out in its representation of disability in that it's realistic um, and funny, but without being dehumanizing. And historically, the media hasn't done a great job of portraying people with disabilities in a way that is realistic without you know, being dehumanizing. Paul Hunt in 1991 did a study uh, where he identified some of the stereotypes that are typically used among the media to represent people with disability. And some of them that he found were pitiable, pathetic, as an object of curiosity, as evil, laughable, as a burden, non-sexual, certainly, and unable to participate in activities of daily living. Here at Talking With Tech, so much of what we talk about is indirectly about those things, right? Uh, We talk about using modern tools to mitigate the barriers that can keep people with disabilities from fully participating in everything that they would like to do and to do so on their own terms. Today, we're proud to share our interview with Eva because not only does she participate unapologetically, but she does so on her own terms and encourages others to do the same in myriad ways. We talk a lot about augmentative communication and assistive technology, but it's important to remember that those who use those tools are neither defined by them, nor are they the most important parts of their identity. We are none of us defined by a single point among the many that constitute ourselves. Rather, we are each of us a constellation of strengths and weaknesses and preferences and aversions and knowledge and ignorance. As clinicians, we must use these tools to provide access to communication while still employing a whole person approach to recognize that while they are working with a client, yes, or a student, we are first and foremost working with a human. With that, I'm happy to share Rachel and my interview with Eva Sweeney right after the break. Today's show is sponsored by Smartbox, makers of speech-generating devices carrying their signature AAC software, Grid3, which is one of the most popular worldwide. Grid3 used to only be available for Windows, but now with Grid for iPad, the options for continuity across platforms have really opened up. For thousands of kids and adults around the world, using Grid3 gives them the ability to really participate in all forms of communication with as much control as possible. Grid3 does that by seamlessly incorporating AAC grid sets from categorized symbols, including WordPower, developed by Nancy Inman, Pod from Gail Porter, and Supercore. Everything from literacy curriculum to text-based grids, all while having access to social media, photos, movies, phone calls, texts, environmental control, all in one place. All these features of Grid3 evolve with the person while they communicate, participate, and be who they are. From iPad to iGaze, Grid3 is an incredibly comprehensive AAC solution. Go to thinksmartbox.com for a free 60-day download of Grid3. It's one of the great options to consider for every person needing AAC. My name is Lucas Stuber. I'm joined today by Rachel Madel out in sunny California. How are you, Rachel? I'm great. And we're overjoyed today to be joined by Eva Sweeney. How are you? Good. Well, Eva, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what brings you here today. 
I'm Eva. I'm 35 years old. I identify as a genderqueer female who is also queer. I am butch. My pronouns are she slash her. I also have a physical disability called cerebral palsy, which for me means I use a wheelchair to get around. Since I'm nonverbal, I spell out things I want to say on a letter board with a laser pointer attached to a hat. For the podcast, you will be hearing my aide, Tim, that's me, read off written answers. For follow-up questions, I will spell on my board. I'm a sex and disability advocate. I travel all around the country giving workshops on these topics. I also teach for the online school, O-School, which focuses on all types of sexual education. I'm also a consultant on ABC Speechless. It's a show about a family who has a 16-year-old teenager with CP. They totally use my communication system, one that I created, for the show. And after the creator saw what a good relationship I had with my aides, have with my aides, he created an aide character for the show. So Cedric Yarbrough has me to thank for his job. Uh, he has said this before. So tell us a little bit about you. I mean, you said that the show Speechless, like they use the, the system that you used to communicate. What has that been like for you? How do you communicate? I have a L E T T E R letter B O A board with the A L P H A the alphabet and C O M M common W O R words and I P O point with a L A S laser P pointer A at is that right? No. A T T oh attached to a C A attached to a cap S I N C since I have the most C control in my H E in my head. Yes. Great. And this is something that, that you designed yourself in terms of the word lists and everything, or? Yes. I used to use my L E left H A hand on my board, but that was T O T I tiring and S L slow. So when I was like one sixteen, I G O got a hat and a laser pointer and started using it that way. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, about this is, I, I loved what you said about um, your good relationship with your aide. I can tell that you and Tim seem to have a good friendship, right? Um, what has your relationship been like with speech language pathologists over the years? Um, good or bad? 
my first speech therapist worked with me from age two to 10. And I think he quickly knew I was never going to speak. So we focused on grammar and sentences and talking with text and writing. So I really have him to thank for being as eloquent as I am. After him, I didn't have speech therapy because everyone knew I was not going to talk and I was very good at my board by then. Okay. So you had speech speech therapy sort of early on in school, it sounds like, and then maybe not not anything later than that. Okay. He he was at L no H O M at home at home speech therapy. Well, this is amazing. I mean, you've, you've created this whole awesome system that seems to be really effective. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, for you. What, um, you know, I'm sorry to sort of spin off the questions a little bit, but you, you mentioned this uh, this awesome relationship that you've had with, with AIDS in your life. Is that something that you feel like you've always had going for you? Have you had any particularly influential individuals? As a K, as a kid, my... E-A, parents, E-I, picked, E, picked people who they, E-H, thought would be G, no, F, oh, be fun, and they, did not have any experience with people with disabilities. So when I S T started H I hiring my own aides at one at 16, age of 16, I F O followed that. Yeah. So by, by prioritizing fun people, <laughs> not only fun, O obviously, <laughs> but uh, people who didn't have any experience with people with disabilities, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. How long have you guys been working together? Two two years. Awesome. But we are looking for a new person. You want me to say how uh, Eva likes to work with people for one to two years because you get to know somebody really well and mm-hmm. Eva oftentimes finishes working with somebody before you're fed up with each other mm-hmm. so they can stay <laughs> I can completely relate to that for sure. So are you guys with each other every day? Nine, nine to five, Monday through Friday. And I have P, A, part-time aides who work in the evenings and on the weekends. Yeah. Perfect. So Eva, I want to talk a little bit more about your experience with Speechless, which as a speech language pathologist who specializes in AAC, I just love that show. How did you get involved with that? One of my F friends who teaches at 
CSUN? Yeah. Perfect. Are you in uh, California? Yes. Whereabouts? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, that's where I am. <laughs> cool. She was talking to Scott, uh, the creator of Speechless. Is it Silveri? Yeah, Scott Silveri, the creator of Speechless. And she said, you should T talk. I oh know T O totally talk to Eva. So, <laughs> so we met for coffee, and the rest is history. That's amazing. Um, that's really cool. I like really love that show. And I think it's really, um, it's doing a lot of really great things to yeah. showcase how people, you know, who are nonverbal are able to communicate in unique ways. And that's really awesome. Exactly. Well, it sounds like you, you've been pretty influential with the show as far as like they're using the system that, that you created. What does your um, role there look like now? Are you still consulting? I do read a handful of scripts and make sure nothing is completely off or offensive. I ob obviously can't speak for the entire disability community, but I know it generally would get people upset. Like one idea was to have JJ learn to walk, and I definitely vetoed that because it would have reinforced society's importance on walking. Also, some people might have seen that as an attempt to quote unquote fix JJ instead of embracing the character's disability. I offered instead the story of JJ liking a girl which was a much more age-appropriate scenario. And while very, quote-unquote, normal, it is unfortunately not normal to see people with disabilities represented that way on TV. Also, one time Scott, uh, who's the creators of the show, emailed me about an argument JJ and Kenneth, uh, JJ's aide, have because he felt that it was not serious enough. But I reassured him that their argument was about an important and real issue in the disability community. It was about not R E respecting the A AIDS V right? No. P E personal time. Like AJ wanted Kenneth to A, oh, to take him to a P, a party, when Kenneth was not working. I just love everything you just said. You hit on two really, really big pieces. Like I love, first of all, I, you know, the advocacy for, for the AIDS personal time and, and that, that gets overlooked. Absolutely. And I, I see that often also in the, the school systems where, you know, sometimes, um, you know, safety can be at risk for, you know, how overextended people can be, uh, you know, and people don't recognize that often. Um, but then I also love your uh, your bit about the walk. I'm glad you vetoed the walking thing, you know, and that's coming from somebody who works a lot in the, like the autism community, for example, a lot of the language around the cure and those things can be very harmful. Um, and so that's, that's something that honestly I, I hadn't thought of in CP before, but that's uh, a great point. That, thanks. 
uh, and then also, so Eva will read will read scripts, uh, and for the first and second season, you went to the writers' room, and the writers uh, at the B E G at the beginning of the season, and all the writers and Scott just kind of asked a bunch of questions and talked about ideas they were having and if they, you know, made sense and if they worked and what Eva's experiences were. Yeah. That's super cool. That's that, that actually, that makes me um, like the show even more too, to know, uh, you know, how involved you were in the process and, you know, to, to have actual stakeholders sort of like involved in the, in the planning, you know, um, I won't. I won't say negative things about certain shows on the autism side again. But it's, that isn't always the case. Yeah. Well, we wanted to ask you about the speechless stuff, but I know that's not all that you do, right? So we want to hear more about you. What's um? What are some things that you're really passionate about? Right here. I am passionate about letting society know that people with disabilities are sexual. So many times we are seen as not wanting to date or have a sex life, and that's not true. I'm also working on teaching people that people with disabilities can be straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans, and so on. And that we just need to be a little more creative in the bedroom, but we can and do have awesome sex lives. I, I do this now on O School, which is an A awesome o online f r e free s i free site with all kinds of c l classes about sex yeah that's great. I think a lot of folks, um, you know, potentially in our position as therapists or whoever, are really hesitant to get into that topic. Right? We that's a it's a discussion that's really challenging to have um, for a lot of folks. What I guess, what advice would you give for someone who's maybe working in adult transition or something like that, just to have these conversations? S T A R start. S M no sorry start S L O start slow talk about T H I things like D A dating and F O L L follow their follow their lead and don't J U judge just in general. Yes. Yep, that's really good advice. And we'll definitely have to get um, the the link to your website, Eva, so we can put it in the show notes so people can find you. Please. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get that set up for sure. 
I have one um, one more question, Eva. Most of our our listeners are speech language pathologists, and I would love for you to give some insight into what should a speech therapist who's working with someone who's nonverbal know. What's kind of a key takeaway? The one thing I would say is don't just jump to high tech AAC devices. So many people, especially kids, would do better with a picture or letter board. They're much more portable, and unlike an AAC device, if you drop them or spill something on it, it is not very expensive to replace. More <laughs> easy for other kids to relate to because they don't have to sit and wait for the kid to spell out what they want to say. Yeah, even K I kids who can not are. E, A, read, all, oh no, no, can, L, E, no, L, I, S, T, can listen, and F, O, follow along when they're A, I, aid, V, O, I, voices, what the kid is s p is spelling yeah yeah i think that's good advice i think we're uh we're really quick now with technology being so amazing to just jump to high-tech use but we forget that sometimes low-tech supports are some of the best um still some of the best ways to communicate well, and it sounds also like, you know, you having um, invested so much of your own, you know, energy into building your own system. Do you, I imagine that is something that's made you more proficient with it. Yes. And also just when, oh, just yes and no can go a long way. You mean just asking yes and no questions? Yes. And G, no, K, I, D, kids can D, E, definitely do that. Yeah. So not like asking yes and no questions and nodding yes and no. Yes. What are your plans for the future? Any exciting projects that are upcoming besides all of your amazing work on Speechless? Uh, I am focusing on promoting my online class, Cripping Up Sex with Eva, on O School. And I have a weekly Q&A on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I also do other classes on more specific topics. so So check out O School. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely put all that information in the show notes so our listeners can check it out. Is that the Q&A? Is that on Old School? Yes, it's, uh, it's week, every week. It's that, that class is every week. Yes. Cool. Okay, that would be really interesting. And I have, no, I do more S-P-E-C Pacific T O topics on there too. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us today. This has been incredibly informative. Uh, I, I'm blown away not only by, um, you know, everything that you're doing in terms of activism, um, you know, both within the speechless, but also within the, uh, you know, the, the sexual and the disability community, but also the way that you're able to, to share all that, what you've done in terms of building your own communication system. I mean, this is all incredibly inspiring. I have a S H O short 30 S second V I a video about my B O A about my board. We would love to see that or share it. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. For those of you listening, we're going to have all those resources available. Please feel free to go to tech.speechscience.org and we'll have, um, you know, hopefully this video uh, from Eva as well as links to her website and the information about O-School. Um, and uh, of course, you know, we recommend the show Speechless. We're, uh, we're big fans around here. We think it's great that uh, this community is getting the visibility that it, it deserves finally. Um, but uh, once again, uh, for, for Speech Science is Talking with Tech, my name is Lucas Stuber, joined by Rachel Madel and Eva Sweeney with Aid Tim. Thanks so much for, for joining us. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for having us. Well, thanks so much to Eva Sweeney for joining us. Uh, that was a, a really unique and fascinating interview. And uh, I know that we definitely gained a lot out of it over here at Talking With Tech. Uh, myself and Rachel were honored to have her on. So look forward to, to more interviews, of course, in the future. Uh, we'd also love to hear what you think. So come track us down either on our Facebook page or our Facebook group, uh, both called Talking With Tech. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Let us know what you think. Also, if you do enjoy what we do, you know, or have thoughts that you'd like to share, drop us a review at iTunes. Um, you know, that, that helps other people to find us and to find the information that we share, which hopefully is helpful, uh, you know, to a lot of folks out there. So again, this is Lucas Stuber for Talking With Tech. On behalf of myself, Rachel Madel, and Chris Begay, we'll talk to you next week.